Now breathe in and out. One. to this week's episode of Stoned and Social. I'm Natalie, and I have my other favorite Natalie with me. What's up, Natalie? Hey, Natalie. I'm doing good. It's really fun when I just get to be like, I'm Natalie, and here's Natalie, and what's up, Natalie? And then Natalie says back, hey, Natalie. It's like a little Natalie storm that happens there for a minute. I've never uh, encountered so many Natalies in the last, like, three months of my life. And I've have, I'm having so much fun saying my own name. I'm like, it's beautiful. <laughs> All Natalies are great. <laughs> All Natalies, join us. Um, so if you are joining us and you're new here, welcome. And if you are returning from last week or the week before, the week before, week before, week before, whenever, then thanks for coming back to us. Somehow we are keeping your attention. We do exactly what we say. We're stoned. And then we talk a bunch of shit about stuff. Um, that's our social part. And this week I am, I'm not doing an edible this week. I went outside the box a little bit week. I'm stoned on my strawberry lemonade evo lab vape pen so that is i was like i was hoping you were gonna say flower i just like a secret hope but (laughs) just like a secret hope (laughs) i was gonna keep it to myself but here i am (laughs) what about you what are you what are you still i am stoned on two things i'm i'm smoking a pen I'm hitting my pen, I guess. And I'm and I and I'm smoking flower. From my favorite blue piece that I hope stays with me forever. I know. When you find a pen that you really like, you like do everything you can to take care of it. Like I clean this with like a Q tip and like I store it in a little case. Like I'm very I love this golden pen. It's one of my favorite pens that I've had. Is do you get like that with stuff where you're like, ah, I must take care of this at all costs? Um, yeah, I, I think for some reason, the pe- the pieces are very, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people feel this way. The pieces are very sentimental. Um, my first one was the most epic one. It looked like Sid from Ice Age. Oh and my. I called it Sid. And then Sid broke. It tapped oh, on like no. the corner of a marble table. And I just, I instantly knew too. It's like one of those feelings where you're just like, oh, it's over. No. And you just like, you're like, and then, you know, I went in the bag, I, I looked at it and like, I, I was like carrying it in my hands. Like it was oh. a small animal just mm-hmm. staring at it. Like morning. Ah. Yeah. I was yeah. so upset. Yeah. I've seen people crack. crack pens. So I'm not, fragile. But I'm always, I'm always scared that I'm going to crack mine. I'm like, when's it going to happen? So I, I totally get it. I think that's a, that's a real stoner fear. Has nothing to do with the paranoia after you smoke. This is a real fucking concern. Where like I don't want to fucking crack my pen. Um, so I feel you. I feel you on that. Um, it's so it's so hard to find a new one that you just 
it is it is especially if it's one of those things where like you got it somewhere weird or like it was like a you know a gift especially if it's a gift ah those are the worst again so like yeah i've i've got my golden pin and i'm very i'm very protective of it and um i literally have it here in my little fleece blanket so that it doesn't like roll around and shit um (laughs) <laughs> so this week we have an interesting topic sometimes we talk about stoner topics we talk about wellness stuff we talk about relationship we talk about friendship we talk about a bunch of stuff and this week we're going to talk about the um the age gap when it comes to dating i've gotten some some questions about this and so this is all going to be about relationship age gaps you know when it comes to dating there seems to be this kind of unspoken rule in terms of what's acceptable and what isn't in terms of an age gap so if your partner is your age it seems like it's completely normal but if you date someone who's five years older or younger then it's like totes weird for everyone so um we're gonna we're gonna talk about that today i'm so interested i guess (laughs) before we even get to the topics the first questions we should probably answer is have we have you and have i have we dated people who are not and i would say we're gonna think like five years older or younger have we dated people who are not within our age gap before i mean yes (laughs) yeah i I have two i have yeah i have two like um my husband now is seven years younger than me so It's, um, I told him like, <laughs> I'm going to trade him. Like, I'm like, ah, you get traded out. Um, but it's expected. Yeah. <laughs> I need a newer model. Um, admittedly though, I was always one of those girls who like was very into older guys and didn't, you know, it was one of those things where it wasn't even a thought for me. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm like date high school guys, they're junk going right to college guys um that was kind of my thinking and some of the things we're going to talk about today were an influence in that and now um it's funny that I'm, I'm married to someone who's much younger than me so um I guess you know I'm just I was just trying out the whole age spectrum I guess just making yeah. sure it's okay <laughs> um so I guess when you are in these types of relationships um you know when you do like someone it's we don't get to choose who we like it's it's kind of just like the heart wants what the heart wants so you can choose who you want to be with but you can't always choose who you actually feel like you're falling in love for um and so that's kind of what we're talking about today so we're going to talk about the pros and the cons and just the kind of things that come up when you are dating someone who is not your age and the first one is going to be the stigma like all the stigmas that come with with dating someone who's not in your age bracket what are what are some stigmas? We, we, I hate. I mean, I guess like first off, like the stigma that I immediately think of is like with an age gap of like older to you know younger person. It's like you instantly get these uh, predatory comments, mm-hmm. um, and then you instantly get like you know you're being told like oh like be careful you're going to be taken advantage of. Um, you don't know these this person's intentions. 
Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's, that's definitely a good, a good stigma that, you know, is founded in some truth because you, you don't know that. And I think in the same, in the same regard, when you're an older person, especially like I'm thinking, you know, really old, um, I saw this thing on like TLC or A&E or something and it was just about this like extreme cougar <laughs> dating and it was just it was just men who were who were in love with grandma types and if that's your thing that's your thing but I would be a fool if I had a grandma who was like 80 and dating someone who was 25 if I weren't to be like hey grandma is this is this guy just trying to get like your pension or your <laughs> or your retirement you know what I mean like I'd have to yeah. say that like um it's a very Hugh Hefner sort of thing like at a certain point you're like is it me or is it like my what I will what you will get after I'm not here at that age that's my biggest thing is um when you do get too old it, it could it could be that whole extreme cougar hunting thing, and um, I don't. Wow, like I don't know. Though. A cougar hunt. <laughs> a that cougar would hunt. be something. <laughs> TLC's always well, doing that too. Yeah, I, TLC's really—they've oh, really started to exploit humanity. That's a whole nother podcast, and I try not to like feed into that. Um, but one of the things oh, I found—I um, do. I, I mean, I do, I do too. Like, no, I'm not saying I don't. I, you heard me. I said I try. I try. Oh, I guess. It's true. Yeah, try. Yeah, right. yeah. I yeah over that try. word. <laughs> oh yeah, I still, <laughs> I'm still watching hoarders. So that's not gonna stop. Um, studies have found though that partners with more than like a 10 year age gap in, um, in, in age experience is kind of where the social disapproval starts to really come down heavy even though um i've read that both men and women prefer someone their own age they're still open to someone who is 10 to 15 years their junior or senior so um i think what you were talking about with the predatory nature coming in with that being one of the the stigmas um isn't good and also when you have like arranged marriages and things like that that's usually it's usually a younger person who's being forced to marry or be with an older person. And that's never cool. Yeah. It's, it's actually interesting that in this conversation, I completely disregarded arranged marriages as a thing. <laughs> um, uh, I, I know two people who have arranged marriages, so maybe that's why I just never forget yeah. that like, well, you guys did that. You guys like seriously went through with that which is um, yeah which is interesting because at that point the younger person just feels like I would refer it to cattle because it's just being uh, yeah it yeah seems trapping seems seems definitely trapping and I know right now across western countries about eight percent of all married heterosexual couples can be classified as having a large age gap which is 10 years or more um so I find that really interesting and it is generally older men partnered with younger women only one percent of that age gap for those couples that eight percent only one percent of them is what i'm doing which is an older woman with a younger man so um which is interesting because like i said i watched a tv show about cougar hunting extreme cougar dating hunting whatever and it was all older women younger guys but it would be kind of creepy to have a show the other way wouldn't it if it was like older guys going for younger girls that would be a creepy show 
Yeah, exactly. But it's where, you know, that whole conversation of, <laughs> dang it, what am I even trying to say here? <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> It's just that conversation of like, if, yeah, when people make it of like, exactly you said, if it's a woman, it's, mm-hmm. it's still the same. It really is. And it's just it somehow we are psychologically stunted and don't address it to the same degree because it, it truly is not fit. Like it'd be weird to watch a show think, like that, but not weird, weird to watch but women it, be in movies it's already like that in movies you know i love the adam sandler thing where as he's gotten older his partners and movies have gotten just younger and younger and younger um and we don't really say anything about that because it's like an again it's one of those like unspoken things but i think part of it is you know this justification that women um it's, you know, after a certain age, you know, women need to be like the child bearers. And so the investment needs to be high for women. And so they're more attuned to looking for a partner who's going to invest in other things um, like, you know, relationship, family, et cetera. And so for a guy who's older, he doesn't really have a time clock the way lots of women feel like they do um is that like oh shit you know my eggs my eggs are in you know they're on a time clock and so I think it's also one of those things where we kind of we kind of brush that aside that like that's kind of why older guys are using a justification to go after younger women um but like I got time baby I got yeah it's it's shaky it's very shaky um and so i've i've found that to be a very interesting sort of dichotomy of of doing that is that well yeah she's she's young and like i'm not but um i just think after a certain in in my mind specifically i think after a certain time in any age in any gender like you might not want to become a parent like at 60 you don't want to become a parent even if your partner is 30 when that kid is graduating high school you're going to be 80 my main thing is how do you play catch and shit when you're like 70 how do you like how do you pick up legos and stuff when you're that old yeah just the grandpa to the yeah exactly (laughs) uh i have some friends whose parents are much older than you know my core group's parents like significantly so where they're like their parents are almost 30 years older than our parents are and I'm like man like what was that like and they're like yeah it was kind of like having two grandmas <laughs> like when I was growing up it was like having two grandmas and I was like all right well, at least you at least you admitted it yeah I had once been invited to a friend's house for dinner I had never met her parents so we were just hanging out you know just like oh you know I guess more like we were hanging out. They were like, stay for dinner. I was like, cool. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Stayed for dinner. Her dad comes down and I'm just like, oh, I didn't know you lived with your grandpa. <laughs> out no, loud. You didn't I didn't say did. it. Oh, no. I said it out loud. And she looked at me. Oh, no. Her mom looked at me. I was like, <laughs> I say something? <laughs> because my parents are so, like, my dad is younger and my mom mm-hmm. is older than my dad. Um, but it was still just like, you know, for me, they were, they still had hair, like they had color to their hair. So it was just like, 
I was like, oh, I was in middle school too. So I just associated any old person as like, yeah. you got to be a grandparent. If you got white hair, you, you're a grandparent. I think that's fair for a middle schooler. Um, and I'm sure your transgressions were forgiven because you were a middle schooler. So like, yeah, if you look like a grandparent. Oh, I was never invited back. <laughs> it was your first and last time. They were just like, yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Um, it's okay. <laughs> Okay, it's not, that sounds like a mistake I definitely would have made. I've I've been sure not to uh, try to guess people's age. People love trying to guess my age because I look a lot younger than I am. And so um, I love when people try to guess my age because they're never they're never right. It depends on what I'm wearing, what I'm doing, um, but they can never guess. So don't don't take it hard. Like they're lost that oh, you didn't come back. No, I just think it's it's comical. um i think one of the other things that you have to kind of be aware of if you're going to have an age gap in your relationship is the goals that each of you have um i think one of the disadvantages of dating someone older or younger is that you're going to have different goals your goal might be to get married or purchase your first house or start a family etc and if this person has already done some of these things you know they've already advanced in their career they're they've already been married before or they're taking care of their parents or something else you guys might find that your goals are not are not the same yeah i think that's like a huge um becomes like an issue in relationships in in large uh age gap relationships it's just having two different uh paths that you want to go yeah yeah I mean um I'm I'm at an age now where I'm kind of thinking about like at least my personal retirement I don't think the government's going to be there for me so I'm like making my own plan but my husband doesn't really get it he's kind of like what are you like what why are you worried about retirement and stuff because he's he's seven years younger than me and so I can definitely see from his standpoint why he's like man this old lady is just really all about this retirement and I'm like (laughs) this idiot isn't thinking ahead and so we uh we see that a lot where we kind of like our goals are not the same because we're at different points in our lives right now yeah and and I guess like the pro to that would be that that you know that relationship would help you perhaps if the younger individual was open-minded as I hope they would be um to take the like take advice you know because I get told that from my dad like hey you need to start saving for your retirement and I'm only 23 so (laughs) I'm just like no yeah Yeah, what what is there to think about but when you think about it socially you're just kind of like no I mean I probably should start thinking about that because the time comes quick time comes at you quickly well and I also know yeah that's what happens that's what happened to your friend's parents they uh they actually went and took a nap and they were young and when they came down for dinner they were just old and it was just like fuck time time really flies (laughs) exactly what happened they're like well i have grown children now they're like while this pasta sauce was simmering i've aged and uh my daughter's friends called me out on it (laughs) (laughs) um 
it's, yeah. it's funny I think I read some stupid shit um I feel like I should google this before I say it but like I heard that you should start really young for retirement like the goal is to have one million dollars saved up supposedly so you're supposed to start saving in your 20s when you first leave school and you start earning uh, paychecks because it's obviously the sooner you begin saving the more money the more time your money has to grow and every year's gains etc but like in my 20s I didn't give a shit about retirement like Mm-mm. yeah because it's not it's not a priority or like it's the first time you're just kind of like freedom and yeah. you're just like i'm gonna do everything i want to do yeah <laughs> and then you learn at some point at some point you hope people learn that oh this isn't gonna work out for me in the long run i should probably I mean, do something <laughs> it's hard to think about it because because they recommend that you have 1.7 million dollars by age 65 which means you have to save 486 dollars every single month starting at age 25 like there was no way i was snatching away 500 dollars a month from the age of 25 like i just wasn't doing that like i barely want to do it now like i just it's just it's not happening um it's it's kind of crazy though i think that that's one of those things where um you know it leads into our next thing which is experience if you're dating someone who's older or younger then you're going to have varying levels of experience with things um i think yeah like have you have you 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 know what i'm talking about right oh yeah yes unfortunately right. <laughs> my um you hope you as a person who has dated people older um you sometimes as like yeah as a younger person you're just kind of like oh I because for me it was like oh I don't want to date people my age because we're all you like to think of yourself as a mature person and you're just sure. like yeah these people aren't yeah. at my level so yeah you're like, like get, get up like, here. You know what? I gotta search for it in 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 an older person. But then sometimes you meet some person and you're just kind of like, you know what? You might as well be exactly <laughs> my age because uh, what is going on here with the the conversation we're having? Yeah. Yeah, you meet some people who you're like, this is going to be healthy, and they seem mature, and they've got their shit together. Oh my god, they're throwing a fucking tantrum. Um, it's, you know, the one of the last older people I dated, you know, they would, they would get into these frenzies and these, what I call tantrums, just straight up tantrums, just like kind of stomping, crying, locking themselves in a room sort of thing. And I was like, right all right so older doesn't always mean more mature like exactly (laughs) it doesn't always mean that um i think the experience can go both ways too because i feel old because i don't use snapchat i don't really get it i don't understand it Uh, same with tiktok i get tiktok we talked about this but this is one of those things where like having someone younger i'm like oh all right explain it to me okay sweet I get it now now I feel like I've you've bridged you've bridged something between me and the young you know the younger culture of what's happening 
<laughs> yeah, it's like it keeps you in check. You're kind of just like, oh, cool. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm on that level, sort of, but I'm not. It's kind of like, kind of falls into like interests. Like, a, oh, I'm yeah. not, you know, too fond of it because I'm not, you know, I don't understand 15 seconds at a time, consuming it for the next six hours to, <laughs> honestly, maybe eight. The, the good thing, I mean, not the good thing, the thing to watch out for, in my opinion, is if you are the older person in a relationship with someone or, you know, potentially, really watch how you speak to the younger person or how you're involving them in um, making bigger roles in or bigger decisions in the role in your life. Because for me, I feel like I know much better than my partner and so I'm always like yeah well, like, I've got this I've done this like eight times but I realize like just trying to do stuff because I'm older and I know how to do it isn't helpful for him and so I've tried to involve him in some of the conversations about the big stuff so that he feels like he's being heard yeah because it's very easy to kind of fall into those control like that control because as a younger person, you're still accustomed, I feel most people are still accustomed to look at older people as more wise. You know, you kind of just like end up like having converse, mental conversations with yourself as like, are they right? Or like, am I being difficult? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And that's going to be like a power dynamic, whether you mean for it to be or not. Because um, again, like I was saying, if you're at different stages, then you might feel like you have more to offer, you have more knowledge, you're more wise, and you may be in some areas, but that doesn't mean you are in all areas. So try to remember if you are with someone who's younger than you, don't talk down to them just because they're younger. Um, Even if I know I'm not going to do anything that my husband says about something, I still give him the space to speak up um, and hear, and hear what he's saying, because if he's if he does say something clever, if he does say something that makes me think differently, then I'm, I'm all for it. So even when I don't want to like give him that opportunity to like voice his opinion, I'm like, nah, nah, just go ahead. He might surprise you. And sometimes he does. Sometimes I'm like, damn, I didn't, I really didn't think about it like that. So I, um, you know, don't talk down to people and like Natalie saying, don't, I guess, don't look up to someone just because they're, they're older than you. Yeah, I think it has a, a lot to do with, like, general, like, your natural anxiety, too, of just, like, oh, man. Like, because a lot of people expect things to be done on their time because everyone, mm-hmm. you know, is like, well, I got things to do. I got a timeline, got a time frame. And if you're not, at, like, it's kind of like, hurry up. You know, I think that's, like, the biggest um, issue with mm-hmm. with that is, like, and as well it being um, – the friend groups, I think a lot of people tend to have a hard time um, getting their, perhaps their older partner or their younger partner to hang out with their age friend group. Because uh-huh. they're just like, ah, oh. some, you know, some people are just like, ah, oh, what's this old person doing here? Or, or what's this young person doing here? Yeah, yeah, I can see And that don't... causes, you know, issues within Mm-hmm. speaking from experience like <laughs> you're just kind of like well I want to do I want to go hang out with my friends and do things that I guess you feel you don't you've grown out of so yes 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 I 
think that's don't a big judge trend. me you did it too <laughs> i know it sounds like it's it sounds so obvious but it's hard and it's like you were saying you know we're going to talk about interest now if you if there's a significant age gap in your relationship you may find out that you don't really have much in common after all um you might not share the same interests with people for me i'm a social butterfly i like to go out i like to have a good time i i like to throw dinner parties um i like to vacation plan vacations but my partner is younger than me and him and his friends like sitting in and watching sports together or playing their video games together and I'm kind of like what are you guys doing like come on get 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 out of the house let's do this and so you might just you might have different interests I I love watching black and white movies because I find them interesting and um I feel like sounds silly the distraction of the colors is removed so I can focus more on the storyline and so I really like watching old movies but my younger partner is like no this is dumb I'm not gonna watch these things (laughs) I'm not gonna watch this it's too old for me and I'm like oh no um so you got the interest thing yeah that's where like if this is oh it always goes back down to like the foundations of a relationship is like whether you go in when you go into this type of relationship it's still just like any other relationship where you know even with your similar age um range you're gonna have those issues of just like I don't have the same interests as you and it's kind of that like idea where you know yeah a lot of people think that you have to do every single thing together and it's like you know, it's cool to have, you know, your own time, go on vacation by yourself, but also having that respect of like, hey, I want you to go on this vacation with me. And, you know, them being like, all right, I'm doing this. And then them being, and you being like, hey, like, I'll play this video game with you. I'll yeah. Play, you know, and it's just you those like compromise. compromise. Yeah. Compromises that you have to make in every relationship. And, but it's like, it's almost especially in, in a large gap age um, age gap relationship because it's like it's a bigger compromise because there's it involves so much more I would uh, maybe it's naive to say but like it involves so much more trust like you because I think there's a lot of like anxiety being like oh with like an older person being like you're gonna leave me for somebody else and or the younger person or the younger person being like oh man like I can't I can't uh, get, yeah, I can't keep up. These expectations are too high. What am I getting myself into? Like, what am I doing to this person? Or, you know, vice versa. I'm sure each party has those thoughts. But it just takes so much more trust in being like, I'm trusting in you that we're we're doing this together for, you know, a relationship that blossoms. Yeah, I think I'm I'm with you a hundred percent on that. It was interesting because we had um, Christmas last year, and as every year I say it like it was special Christmas last year, um, and I really did not want to spend it with my husband and people were really confused by that people wanted to make me feel bad and guilty about it and I just didn't want to spend Christmas with him and his family they're lovely people and but it was a stressful year for me and I really looked forward to just like peace and quiet for the holidays I didn't want to be shuffled to a bunch of different houses with a bunch of different conversations um you know out 
doing whatever and so I was like yeah if he he's like what can I get you this year I was like what you can get me is the gift of not having to do Christmas with you and your family like can I just have like a solo Christmas and at first he was like what the heck like it's me like and I was like no it's totally not you this just seems like a good time to get some alone time because you have somewhere to go and somewhere to be and your family your friends want to see you but for me, I'm just tired. It's the end of the year. I've been, I've been working my ass off. And so we kind of made this compromise. And I think from the outside, people were so confused about why the hell would I not want to spend Christmas with my partner? Like, what's wrong with you? Um, and it was just, it wasn't, it wasn't even that complex. It was, it was us trusting that the other person was, you know, being genuine about their needs and trying to facilitate that in a compromise. And so I video chatted and I, and I talked to them and I said Merry Christmas to them on Christmas Day. I video chatted. But like for the most part, my Christmas last year was amazing. Um, I got to do nothing. <laughs> I didn't have to cook anything. I didn't have to do a tree, nothing. It was just me chilling out. And that's, um, you know, it's exactly like what you needed. <laughs> and you got that. And that's like, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I think it's hard to respect someone's interests when you don't have them. And I think it's interesting what you said, because I do think that a lot of culture and media tells us, like, you're once you're partnered, you're partnered. Like, you you guys, you, you lose me, and now you're we. And that was a big thing that I've talked to uh, my partner with, is that I don't want to lose my identity of who I am just because I'm with you. I want to be, I still want to be two separate people who can go off and do separate things. I don't want to be joined at the hip. Um, I have friends exactly. who are like that. And it's kind of like, ugh, I just want to hang out with one of you. I don't need both of you. <laughs> no offense. So. Sorry, Carla, if you're listening. I really don't like hanging out with your boyfriend all the time. But, um, <laughs> and I guess that leads to um, our last thing, if you're in one of these dynamics, is the expectations that come with dating someone who's not yeah. in your age group. I, I still think it just all boils down to, you know, just respect respecting the person's time, person's goals, their interests, absolutely everything. It's just that I think is what people should be expecting going into the relationship like this. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. honestly, in any relationship. Yeah. I think we come in with some preconceived notions of how things are going to be, especially when you're dating someone who's older or younger, you know, um, I was with an older guy before and for me, I'm a pretty independent person, and I thought that when we shared a home together, we were going to share household responsibilities and build responsibilities and things like that, but he was kind of raised in a way in which he thought women were responsible for most of the home stuff, and all he had to do was help pay the bills, and that everything was just going to magically be clean and I was like no that's not how it works and we we had a really big block between us because he was raised one way and I was raised another way and all of that had to do with my expectations because I was like he's older I'm assuming he already gets this and he was like well she's younger and also she should know that women usually do this stuff because that's how he thought and so 
making sure to manage your expectations is really important. Discuss your expectations and intentions way, 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 way in advance. Because if you're not on the same page in any relationship, it's just not going to work. Exactly. Because you're honest, like you're honestly, you're always going to, you're going to find that type of person if you're looking for that type of person. There are people who want to fulfill those roles. Mm -hmm. So it's all about making it very clear ahead of time. Because at that point, too, you're not wasting other people's time. You're not wasting even your own time by just making it very clear. Um, and again, if people were did, did this more often, it would be a Gosh. more effective. <laughs> take out the mind games and relationships. No, that's half the fun. Yeah, what's the fun in that? You know, honestly, <laughs> like you just all, all everybody gets butt hurt and then we just all mope around saying like, I can't find anyone. And it's still just because, again, I think, I really uh, think that in each, in each direction, whether you're young dating someone old or whether you're old dating someone young, it's just about experiencing that type of relationship. Because at that point you're looking for something and you don't, you're, you're being, you're open to what you, you should be open to what you're trying to find. Yes. And not like, I think that's a major thing is like, obviously a lot of people have high expectations, which is totally fine because you should, you shouldn't just be going around dating anybody, <laughs> but it's still just that like, Hey, you know, it's all, it's all about like, you're, I'm, you know, you're going to be, you're young one, one day and you're going to be old one day and you're going to be like, you know what? I've always wanted to try this out. Let me see if I can find a sucker. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like, it's just something that I think is um, not necessarily, not necessarily, maybe it's natural. I don't know, I guess the exact terminology, but I think it's just something that people are, are always going to be um, open mind, like have an open mind to, because you never know, like we, like you said, is like, who is going to, attract you what mind is gonna just make you like a little a little more inclined to discover more you just yeah. gotta be it's gotta be uh, willing to accept people as you want people to accept you oh that's so hard um I think a lot of people get with someone and they're all about the the potential that someone has versus who they are at that moment and yeah so... but then at that point you're using somebody and that's just not the mindset people should be having when they go into relationships unless again that individual is like I want to fulfill this role this is my interest either you know yeah but that's yeah, like and... again where you like you said just dis display those expectations exactly from the get -down. Um, I'm I'm so I'm keen to say age is just a number. I'm not saying that it's going to work out, you know, if you're older, if you're younger. But from my experience, I think there's um, there's pros and cons to each. And the bottom line is you really want to be with someone who, like you said, compliments you and sort of makes you as a person better than yesterday and who respects you. Because if you can find someone who does those things, which isn't easy at all, then hopefully the age gap is the least of your worries if you can find someone who compliments you and makes you a better person then like who cares how old they are as long as you're not breaking the law and all that 
Yes, just follow the law. Yeah, follow follow the law, please. We're not advocating for anything that's not the law. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've, I've like I said, I was studying this, and so I saw that some research showed that a quarter of millennials are looking to date someone older than them, and um that's kind of what led me down this path of being like, huh, wonder what this is all about. So, um, more so than if other generations have that same experience, because I Mm -hmm. really believe that we're just accustomed constantly to look at older people anyway. So you're always wanting to be with an older person because the Mm -hmm. people you see at your level, you don't, you're like, Oh, you know, there's this. Yeah. Exactly, and you just you look at we. I mean, at least in my perspective, I grew up watching movies. I grew up watching TV, so it was always just like you're crushing at like eight years old on like I don't even know how old I was when High School Musical came out, but like you're crushing on Zac Efron, and you're just like, what the heck? Like that age gap, yeah, is gnarly. <laughs> you're like, what yeah. the heck? So that's just my thing. Is like I think when you're young you're always expecting perhaps to find an older person perhaps again not like um necessarily that large of an age gap but it's even somebody one two three years older than you yeah can feel like that yeah I think that's that's true so everybody wants to have that like experience because you you expect them to perhaps guide you um but in like it's it's a weird concept, I guess, to say it that way. But and the same thing, you kind of keep you get to keep them young. I don't know. <laughs> it can work out. You guys can, yeah, balance it out. I think that's yeah. It's just a balance. Yeah, as long as you keep that in mind, you you'll do okay. So, you know what it is. Uh, it's Munchie of the week. Munchie of the week. Yes! Yay! And it's, it's your turn. This I'm week. So excited. I'm excited. I am so excited. I was driving the other day thinking to myself, I was like, wow, somebody actually got sent a pack of rice rollers. <laughs> and I was like, I was listening to some older podcasts and I was like, man, did I just kill that for that person <laughs> I'm I don't know. so sorry that you got this it happens I had to send someone seaweed uh seaweed crisp so like don't don't feel bad I don't I'm gonna be totally up front here I never ever picked pick my munchie of the week based on um what what someone's gonna get in the mail because then I would just constantly get junk food so I try to mix it up otherwise oh no yeah like I'm totally on that as well but it just brought me such like (laughs) it was so random I'm like driving 80 on the freeway just like (laughs) oh man (laughs) that's when the thought hit you you're like someone's eating rice rollers right now no someone opened the box and was just like why I waited so long for my question to be picked, and this is what I got. It's really funny when I went to the post office with that. They were like, "Man, this is really light," and I was like, "Yeah, it's rice." And they just like looked at me, and I was like, "It's it's like it's like 
dehydrated rice and they were like oh okay and they kind of were like yeah whatever whatever you're doing um <laughs> so tell us what your awesome munchie of the weekend then because it's so, not rice rollers it's not rice rollers okay it they're skittles oh, i am obsessed with skittles to the point where i actually can't buy just one pack of skittles um yes either and so, like, I'm, it's, like, a mental battle every time I'm at the cash register. And I'm just, like, don't buy the Skittles. Don't buy the Skittles. Don't buy the Skittles. No, just do it. Just buy but the I did it because it was buy two, get one free. And that's capitalism Ooh, for you, baby. That's what I did with detergent today, which was not as fun as Skittles. Um, what's, I mean, the most important question. I'm going to let you rate this. But the most important question is which flavor do you have original yes yes this is why i love you okay i mean there's nothing wrong with the other ones wild berry tropical they're all good but nothing hits it like nothing it's you can't compare it i get skittles every year for my birthday from friends and my family because um that's that's how deep my love is for Skittles. That's awesome. So tell us what you're. I never got it for Christmas. All right. Oh, no, don't jinx yourself. Don't don't jinx yourself. Birthday's fine, but Christmas, it's got to be one of those things where it's like the, the like ten pounds of Skittles. Like it have to be. It have to be crazy for Christmas. I think. I want one of those like gallon tubs of Skittles. Ooh, ooh! I haven't seen those. Ooh, I forgot what. I don't know if it was Marshall Lynch. I just, I think it was a football player who filled their car up with Skittles. And I was like, the dream. But then I just was like, the environmental impact. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, I can't do that. Um, Skittles, yeah. Yeah. And then also just like they pour out onto the floor and I'm like, no, I'm not going to eat those. Um, But I would. I'm lying. I would. I probably would. Yeah. I'm um, not going to lie. I have the orange flavor in front of me and I absolutely love it. I don't know how people eat Skittles sometimes, you know, you just gotta like, if you want to make the bag last, you like suck on them, you know, let them get to that like Mm. white base, then go for it. Or you just chew them. My favorite way is just like five at a time and you pop them in. Um, cause I'm aggressive about it. Cause like, I'm telling you, I, sh- I basically inhale these. Um, <laughs> um, that's, that's okay though. So your tastiness for it is how many thumbs are you giving it? All of the thumbs. If I had more the thumbs. thumbs, the thumbs. I'll give it two. I'll give it more thumbs. Thank and, you. And, uh, the Greatly ease appreciate. of it's always it's skittles i can't not like i'm literally sitting here like a retard with two thumbs up right now um <laughs> what what are you giving it for the ease of eating this while stoned it's amazing it's so convenient that it's like incredibly inconvenient because mm-hmm. it's like you eat you can eat them so quickly that like it doesn't last yeah so there's like a pro and a con to it um but like at the same time, for you know, those calorie counters out there, it's a two hundred and fifty calorie um, snack. So per bag, per bag. I feel like that's not too bad. 
It's not too bad, but like I said, I had three bags. True, true. <laughs> I mean, you're spacing, you're spacing them out, I hope, right? I mean, I'm... Yeah, sure. We'll say that. Um, <laughs> What's your favorite, in the original ones, what's your favorite color slash flavor? Everyone oh, has gosh. one. I'm, I'm going to have to say lime. Yes! Like, yes! There's nothing else. I like the lemon and lime. I know everyone goes for the strawberry. Like, it's just always higher. there. It's always there. It's so much harder to count. Like, okay, because I've done a science project in middle school with Skittles, <laughs> <laughs> where like I was trying to do ratios of like which mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. bag has the most. Yeah, and they always have more strawberries in the fucking bag, and I'm like, always. give me lime, bitch. You know it too. They know. They know we love lime more. It's one of those things where it's kind of like buy more so that you can eat more lime. And I'm like, fuck you, it works. I'm all about I'm all about the lemon ones. Like I love the yellow ones. I know there's a lot of people who don't like yellow and orange, but like I will take the yellow ones off of anyone's hands at any time. Mm-hmm. Um I used to like oh, this is so crazy. Uh, I'm telling you, as I love Skittles as a child. I used to take oh, this is terrible. I would put I would separate the colors and then I'd put all the yellow ones in like empty like pill bottles. <laughs> I would just put them. Were, I yeah. see where your stoniness came from. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was making yeah. my own kitty drugs selling <laughs> on the ground. No guys, it's not Tylenol, it's just a whole container of green uh, skin. <laughs> Oh yeah, the yellow skittles were. I just there's nothing that compares to the original flavor. The sour skittles, I like. I I love them, but like, yeah, you can't eat. But I can only handle so much. Mm -hmm. And it's painful because I I endure the pain. I push through, and I'm just like (laughs) the regret. Yeah, like stick with the original. Can't go wrong. Um. So we've got our stoner question of the day from Simone T. And the question is, what is the best relationship advice you've ever gotten? Um, For me, it has been enjoy it for what it is. Um, Don't try and make the relationship, don't label the relationship um, because it's, when you tend to try and make things last forever, because generally they don't, I mean, they nothing lasts forever. So um, you need to just enjoy what you're experiencing and be in the moment. Because a lot of people tend to get into relationships and start thinking about the future and start thinking way too far. And yeah. it's like, just be here with that person and and enjoy who they are at that moment in that hour, whatever you're doing. And just take it moment by moment. You'll probably be a lot happier. I mean, you'll yeah. definitely be a lot happier. The uh, that's that's some good advice, actually. I mean, we were just talking about that. Like, you really gotta embrace what things are now, because otherwise, my, my you know what I've been taught is if you're thinking about the future, you're not here. If you're thinking about the past, you're not here. You're missing here every time you give more than necessary thought to things that are completely out of your control at the moment and uh it kind of robs you of what's going on right now 
Um, so that's some good advice. The advice I got was to get good at fighting. And it's kind of like a relationship is like a living, breathing thing. And just like your body and your muscles, it's not going to get stronger without stress and challenge. And so you you will fight in a relationship. You, you have to fight. You have to hash things out. Obstacles are going to be there. But if you are a bad fighter like you can kill a relationship and um it's I think the best advice I've ever gotten was get good at fighting in a relationship and so um I like that but I would would, I've tried to (laughs) sorry I'm high I'm sorry oh no go oh go for it I was just gonna say that instead of fighting it should um be communicating like just get better at communicating your Mm -hmm. like and then, like, especially with yelling, because I will say my last relationship, I, um, yeah, I tend to be described as an angry person. I'm just intense, okay. Um, <laughs> and um, it's something that I, like, I definitely, like, I needed to learn is that my emotions would, were always getting the best of me because of just mm-hmm. how strongly I was feeling that I didn't really realize that I would, that, that you know, my partner is interpreting that as I'm yelling at them directly, but it's just like the emotions are so overwhelming of the frustration that it's like, it's, it's so hard because you know, you're not trying to harm them, that you're just frustrated to the point that it's interpret, it is harming them because that's their interpretation of being yelled at. (laughs) Yeah. So I think it's just becoming a better communicator. I think that's, that's the key. You know, I read a really good book by John Gottman. He's an American psychological researcher. He's done like 40, 50 years about married couples and, and just couples in general. And so one of his things was about avoiding the four horsemen when you're arguing in a relationship. And it was, you know, criticizing your partner's character. So you don't want to say anyone's stupid or say something they did was stupid. You don't want to be defensive um, in like blame shift. You don't want to show contempt which is just like putting them down or making them feel less than and you don't want to stonewall the other person which is like withdrawing from an argument or just completely ignoring someone you know giving them the silent treatment and I've kept those things in mind since I've read that book and I've tried to really grow from that and I've seen a difference and so that was the best advice for me was learn how to you know get good at arguing get good at fighting I was like all right that's cool I it kind of falls into like this quote I re- or like the statement quote whatever I read earlier today that was a lot of people um, listen only to reply not to understand mm. and I was like whoa <laughs> I was like are they talking about me they're talking about oh this is for me <laughs> I was like oh man because it's it's so hard to be a um to listen to what other people are saying because you're immediately while you're taking in the information you're trying to process and immediately have a reply instead of just kind of like waiting like oh because they like you said it's like a lot of people are like more um like what you know the force horsemen involve being defensive because you feel like you're being attacked and it's and it's kind of like it's so interesting that um you kind of forget the love that's there and you like yeah. Yeah, turn a blind eye to it and it just becomes human to human, like brain to brain Mm -hmm. aggravation. 
Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, thanks for your questions, Simone T. You will be receiving a week's worth of original Skittles, and I will find out from Natalie when we're done recording here what a week's worth of Skittles is, in her opinion, because it's clearly not going to be three bags. So you're going to be getting more than three bags or maybe we'll just splurge and send the 10 pound bag to you and and let you just have at it but you have to share we always say that share your munchies right yeah uh, share them um if you have a heart yeah yeah don't don't deprive anyone of skills um well that's our episode for this week guys thanks for joining natalie and natalie for stoned and social you know you can hit us up we're on instagram at stoned and social we are also on gmail at stoned and social gmail.com like i said last week natalie is helping a project which is stand the number four george floyd on instagram go ahead and show that some love if you have some time it would be much appreciated other than that i guess we will be back next week natalie right i think we always say this but i'll be back I'll make It'll it back. back. Be okay. back. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> enjoy your enjoy your time, everyone. Yep, and enjoy the skittles, Simone. Bye. Bye.